Nothing But The Words, a three-part series, What Successful Authors Know, episode number 97, Success Leaves Clues. Welcome to Nothing But The Words, the podcast that gives you everything you need to know to write a phenomenal book. Now here's your host, your author coach, Candace L. Davis. Hey there, and welcome to Nothing But The Works. I'm your author coach, Candace L. Davis. I hope your week and your writing are both going really, really well. This week, in celebration of the launch of my new group coaching program for authors, I'm dropping a special three-episode series, Three Things Successful Authors Know. I created Authors Ignited, my new group coaching program, to give authors everything you need to write a nonfiction book. I'm including coaching, feedback from me, support from me and from our group, and a full library of content to help you along the way. And if you join by Saturday, April 9th, 2022, you'll also get free access to my upcoming one-day virtual writer's retreat as a bonus. So check it out at authorsignited.com. Okay, let's dive into today's episode. The first writing class I took as an adult, oh, so many moons ago, was at a community college in Southern California where I lived at the time. That one class wasn't so great for a variety of reasons, but the second class I took was great. It was a fiction class taught by the wonderful Luella Nelson. She was our teacher, and Lou taught me so much about the essential elements of writing fiction, which also applied to all of the nonfiction storytelling and writing I've done since then. She really was a brilliant teacher, and I'm sure she still is, but I completely rejected one piece of advice that Lou gave us. As an experienced writer of romance novels, Lou knew a secret. She pulled back the curtain and revealed to us that romance books are written by a strict formula. Now, I don't read romance books, so it had never occurred to me, but it's as specific as when the characters must kiss. So characters need to kiss between page X and page Y for the romance novel to be successful. The life of the character's relationship, their timeline, followed a timeline pre-laid out that worked for readers and which publishers knew they could rely on. So Lou was able to successfully to successfully write romance fiction by following that specific timeline. Now, she wasn't suggesting that we all write romance novels. I don't think anyone in that class was writing a romance no- novel. She wasn't even trying to get us all to follow a very specific formula, but what she wanted us to know and understand was that we didn't have to reinvent the wheel in writing our books. There are certain models that authors have used for centuries, even prior to written books, right? Even when they were storytellers telling oral stories, they've used these models for centuries and they make it so much easier to write a book. Success leaves clues. You can do what already works. When you look at best-selling books, the best-reviewed books, the books people continue to buy and read years and years and years after they're published, you can almost always pull back the cover and find a framework underneath. This applies to memoirs, self-help books, business books, personal finance books, novels, children's books, any kind of book you might choose to write like the three-act story structure for novels and memoirs. While I was fine with that idea for fiction, which I was writing at the time, I really didn't see how it would apply to personal development books or professional development books or any nonfiction that wasn't just primarily storytelling. Y'all, I was so naive, (laughs) ignorant, ignorant little me. 
Over the years, I've learned that frameworks of many kinds not only make it easier to write your book faster, but they also free you to write your own way. It took me years to finish my first book because I didn't want to be locked into anybody's formula. So I struggled. I was trying to invent my own formula. But a framework isn't a formula. When you change parts of a formula, things explode. Things go wrong. But within a framework, you can write your way. You can twist and mold and manipulate a framework. You can be creative with your choices because your framework will keep you from running your whole book off the rails when you you make changes within those guidelines. I use several frameworks when I coach my nonfiction writing clients. The one we start with is the SPARK writing method, which I created over a few years of coaching. Each letter in the SPARK writing method stands for a part of the process I go through with my clients. The S stands for solidify your subject. I walk my clients through a process to choose one book idea if they're torn between ideas or unsure of what they want to write about. And then I give them ways to validate that idea and make sure there's a desire for it in the marketplace so they can be confident in their choice. And I'll tell you this, there's almost always a desire for it in the marketplace. If you have the idea for it, someone probably wants it. But doing that validation research and that validation work can really help you better understand what your audience is waiting for. The P in Spark stands for profile your person. As you'll hear me say over and over again, your book is not for everyone. When you're clear about who you're writing for, it's so much easier to know what to put in your book and what to leave out of it. This step will also be tremendously helpful when you're ready to market your book. You have to know who you're marketing it to. In Authors Ignited, I give my clients specific exercises to really get to know that person who's already waiting for your book. Step three, the A in the SPARK framework is to align your aspirations. Of course, you want your book to serve your readers. Absolutely, it should. But here, I want you to also get clear about how your book will serve you. When you can align these two purposes, align your aspirations for your book, you'll know what kind of book you need to write, what you need to include in it, and how you should position your book so you can make the most of it. Step four in Spark is the R, ready your roadmap, craft your outline, and plan your writing schedule. At this step, I give my coaching clients more frameworks (laughs) to choose from. They get to choose and they can change these frameworks up. I share frameworks they can use to shape their overall book and use to shape each chapter so they know what what they're going to write in each writing session. I have to stress that this does not box them in. They can adjust the frameworks to suit their style and their message and their writing, and they do. That's how you not only write a better book, but also write it faster. So you're not sitting at your desk trying to figure out what to write next. And a writing schedule is a part of this step. You have to commit to consistency. Finally, the last step in the Spark Writing Framework, the K, is to keep writing to the end. The best way to do this is to get professional feedback all along the way. I know it can be easier to get feedback from your family and friends or to just write in a bubble and not sure you're writing to anyone. (laughs) I've done that in the past. And if you've had a bad experience with harsh or unkind criticism, I can understand your reluctance to share your work. I really can because I've been there too. But there are plenty of people who can give you feedback in a professional and kind manner to help you make your book the best it can be. With feedback and accountability and support, you can keep writing and finish the book you feel called to write and write it well. 
Success leaves clues, friends. These are the steps and the strategies so many of your favorite authors have used to write their books, even if they're not aware of it. These are also the steps and strategies I share and teach and coach around in Authors Ignited. And you can check it out at authorsignited.com. And if it's a good fit for you, join before Saturday, April 9th or join by Saturday, April 9th. And you'll also get a bonus ticket to my virtual writer's retreat. It's going to be a one day online retreat to help you get real momentum on your book. That's all for this episode, my friends. Check your podcast player for the next episode in this week's three-part series, Accept It or Reject It. Thanks for listening to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candace L. Davis, and I'll see you next time. Mm